Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be when you're hearing this message. And I trust that if you're able, you join us live. And um, if not, just I pray that it's a blessing to you whenever you might be able to hear this message. Today, we are reading through the scriptures again. And I trust that you are reading with us through some form of Bible plan and reading the whole Bible with us this year. Um, That's our goal anyway, and uh, we're working hard at doing that. So today's lesson and our reading today is in Leviticus 14 and 15. And so I just want to make a comment, mainly from Leviticus chapter 14 today, um, as we go through the scriptures. And Leviticus 14 is a long chapter, and it's got all kinds of details about um, certain things that had to be done for leprosy and for the cleansing of leprosy from a place, from a home, the cleansing of leprosy from a person, from an individual. And um, so I just wanted to make a couple of comments about that today. Um, Leprosy in the scriptures represents sin. And so we can see some symbolic uh, imagery here that is reference to us and as, as we are all sinners, to us and what Jesus has done for us. And I'd like to just kind of focus on that for a moment. In this chapter, you, you read about um, how there were two birds that were um, brought in regard to cleansing of leprosy. And one of the birds was killed. And then the blood of that bird, the other bird, and certain other things that were involved were dipped in that blood. And it's interesting because the bird that was killed represents the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross for us, who was killed to provide the blood that would cleanse us. And so it was through the blood of the bird that was killed that the other bird was able then to go free. What would happen is that after they had killed the one bird, they would take the other living bird along with the scarlet and hyssop and wood and so forth, and they would dip those things in the blood of the dead bird. And once that living bird was dipped and covered in the blood, then that living bird was set free. What a beautiful picture of salvation found in Leviticus chapter 14. You know, there is a study about Jesus in the Torah, and at some point perhaps I will teach that um, if God were to allow and to bring me into that. But I love reading Jesus in the Old Testament. He is all through the Old Testament. And here's just one example in Leviticus chapter 14. Because Jesus is represented by this bird that got got killed. And Jesus died for us. He was killed for us. And his blood was spilled. And when we, guilty sinners, are covered by the blood, when we are washed in the blood, and the blood is covering us and the blood is upon us, then we are then set free. The New Testament talks about how, especially in the book of Galatians, how God has 
has um, died for us to set us free, to set us free so that we can live for him and walk in freedom, not in bondage, not in bondage to sin, but also not in bondage to religion and religiosity and legalism. He wants us to walk before him free. He wants us to be free in our worship of him and free in our love of him and motivated from a heart of freedom and love, not of burden and obligation and duty. And so the um, the dead bird represents the Lord Jesus Christ who gave and spilled his own blood. And it's through his blood that we then are set free. Notice then after that, there would be sacrifices. Once the leper was cleansed, there were sacrifices that had to be done. And the only thing I wanted to point out about this is that the order in which they were done. It's interesting because the first thing was that the blood had to be applied. And then once the blood was applied, then there was oil that was applied to the right ear and the right thumb and the right toe and all of those things on that person who had been declared clean and cleansed from leprosy. And so there was an order to those. And there's an order of Christianity. There's an order of experience with God, first of all. The very first thing has to be that His blood is applied to us. And then, after He has died for us, after we have received the death, the blood of Jesus, and applied it to our lives, then we can receive the oil, which represents the Holy Spirit. After Jesus had been resurrected from the grave, he came back to his disciples, and the Bible says he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. There's an order First, it's a application of the blood to our lives. And then once the blood is applied, we can receive the Holy Spirit, which is represented by the oil. The oil of the scriptures, the oil of the Old Testament represents that Holy Spirit. It's anointing, it's cleansing, it's purifying powers. Oh, hallelujah, praise God for the Holy Spirit and praise God for the blood of Jesus Christ. And I was reminded as I read this about how when Jesus healed a leper in the New Testament and he told the man, he said, go and show yourself to the priest as in the law of Moses. And when, when Jesus said that, this is the chapter he was referring to was chapter 14. This shows us that there is a pattern for cleansing a leper. And praise be to God for the pattern and the symbolic imagery found in Leviticus 14 that is ultimately fulfilled in cleansing a sinner from the leprosy of sin by the blood of Jesus and then by the anointing oil of the Holy Spirit of God. May this message be a blessing to you today May God bless you as you're reading his word. May he speak to you and draw you into a closer relationship with him. Join us again for another edition of Bible Bites in days to come. God bless you.